The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. As I look down from Broadcasting House down onto Patrick Street, I'm looking at this green dome. And I want you to think of where is there a green dome in Patrick Street? Yes, you've guessed correctly. It is on top of the former Roach's stores. And when I look down, I think, of course, of the Debenhams workers who were in there recently and uh, went out picketing for a better redundancy deal when the uh, company went belly up. And uh, if you can think back a little further, of course, Roach's stores, many, many happy times in there. And I'm sure there was lots of romances built in there over the years as well with the staff. And Finbar Buckley, good morning. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, Finbar, for, having us, thanks for having us on. Not at all, not at yeah. all, because look, Roach's stores is part and parcel of the fabric of Cork. And I yeah. just want to ask you, before we start, am I correct? Were the uniforms in Duns, are in Roach's stores, were they a shade of green? They were at one stage. They were at one stage, Paul. You were you, you were spot on there. And then, can you change? Are you talking about the female? The, 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 um, well, the, I, was, I wasn't the, looking at you, Finbar. I was looking at no, the female. No, I will. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm still a nice looking guy. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. No, yeah, no, no. They were. They were. Was I correct well, in saying well, the women used to wear kind of a green, uh, something similar to the Aer Lingus uniform, the colour? Uh, correct, correct, Paul. Yeah, yeah. It was like a kind of a green jacket with a kind of a, a white blouse underneath that, you know. But when I started back in the late 70s, I remember the uniform as being blue, like a blue a blue jumper, um, a skirt and whatever, you know. But later on, then they kind of developed into that kind of green jacket that you're talking about, you know. Yes. And uh, there was a white shirt on and maybe a blue skirt or something with that, you know. But correct, you're, you're right. That was it. That was it. And that would have been in the maybe the, the mid-90s early 90s, you know, right. around that period, you know. When did you start in Roach's stores well, and what attracted you to the company? Well, I tell you, Paul, I, I had done my leaving in 1977 uh, in Colossus and, uh, you know, I hadn't a clue what I wanted to do. And I was just a very good friend of mine, Jerry Desmond's mother, suggested, can't you go into Roach's? They're, they, they'd always be looking for people, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, workers said, look, I'll go in anyway. And it was November, and, you know, the kind of Christmas period was kind of coming up, you know. And um, I went in anyway, had my interview with Sean Fitzpatrick across the street in Merchant, in Merchant Street. He had an office right up, up at the top. As, can you remember, Paul, that time... Um, the Merchant Street was there and you had the nursery department and the furniture across the road on that side and you also had the coffee bar but above that were the offices the as offices. well you know and they also had a higher purchase for the uh, furniture department that time maybe it was one of the first companies that would have operated a higher a higher uh, purchase mm-hmm. scheme you know and uh, I went up there had my interview I'll ask myself, I can give it a date I started on the 5th of November I think it was maybe a Tuesday. Went in for the Christmas period. Loved it. Got on ground with the lads, talking about football and all the things that I was interested at at the time. Um, I, w- I was working in the hardware stockrooms at the time. I had a lovely boss in Teddy Brackett. They're a lovely, lovely man. And I was keeping my finger crossed. You know what? I might be kept on after Christmas here. And luckily, I was. But a memory I have of that time, Paul, if you can aid, which is this. My father, my late father, David, was a painter decorator, you know. Mm-hmm. And he worked, he, he was a, a foreman in the Cock Harbour Commissioners. And I remember, I got, we got a kind of like a Christmas box, a Christmas bonus, right? Um, it was a tenner for part-timers. And at the time, I think it was 20. 
the lads no afraid the lads might be able to clarify this yeah, yeah, twist, yeah, yeah. Uh, 20 pounds and that was a lot of money that, that was a lot of money back then uh, a lot of money even that today even today and Paul I remember coming home right? I think my first wage packet was 66 pounds right oh. I remember my father saying to me at the time he said I'm not earning much more than that I know I was coming into what I thought was, you know, what he, he I was coming into a non-skilled job, for want of a better word, but it would tell you even at that time, Roach is, Roach is paid very well, you know? I think and Roach is, from looking back and just from my experience going in there, um, they looked after their staff so well that the staff looked after Roach's. It was a team effort, wasn't it? There was something unique oh, about the shop. Very, very unique. I, and I suppose, Paul, you, you could hit it in the head. We got fantastic training in there, right? Mm-hmm. And we were always told, right, the patient, uh, or sorry, the, sorry, the uh, customer is um, number one. Yeah. The customer gets top treatment. And one good thing, that one thing Roach has always had, if you aren't satisfied with something, you always got your money back. Always got your money back. And, and you know, it was kind of, that kind of, um, how do you say, moral obligation on the staff to look after the uh, customer as best they can, you know? And then, as you said, we, we like we were well rewarded for that as well, you know? Which is great, you know? Yeah, they often say if you pay peanuts, you'll get monkeys, and I think if you pay well, you'll, you'll get something in return for it, really. And oh, you, oh, you did, like, people yeah. gave their lives to roaches, but roaches, again, as I said, they looked after you so well. Paul, look, look, I'd actually somebody saying, I had 28 years, fantastic years there. Um, I must say, the social side of Roaches was fantastic. I joined the football team along with Jimmy Cummins, who you'll be talking to later. Um, we were the fulcrum of everything going on there. We ran, you know, we ran discos and quizzes and stuff like that, you know. We all went to each other's 21st. We went to each other's weddings, um, and Jim Noel will probably allude to this again later on, about the amount of couples that came from Roaches that married you know, afterwards, you know, I, I met, met in Roaches and met. And actually, I was reading a bit there, the, you know, the, the former Dunstores uh, owner, Ben Dunn, met his, met his wife, Nora Maloney. Yeah, I was going to ask you a question. Did, did you know? Ben Dunn Sr. and, uh, was it Stanley Roach, did, were they working together in Dunn's they at were. one stage, and did Stanley separate then to open Roaches? Is that right? Well, 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 my my taking of this is that um, Will 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 uh, William Roach founded the uh, Roaches store yeah. as a kind of a furniture store in the late uh, nineteen hundreds, I think, wasn't it? Nineteen hundreds, correct, correct, right. So he then branched out into a drapery side of the store, then you know, and um, Ben Dunn actually worked for him, and Ben Dunn was a tailor, right? right. So Ben Dunn, Ben Bon Dunn used make used tailor for. Uh, priests and uh, you know uh, missionary people yes, you yes. know those long black cassocks cassocks yes. as they're called right he actually made he used made them right and and one uh, I think you know he, he was walking I, I, I started to know he walked in roaches around the start of the 30s into the mid 30s right and he took a bit of a dip himself right mm-hmm. he went to, he went across the road opened up um, his own uh, store mm-hmm. um uh, at the at the time, 
and hence, which became obviously the legendary Dunstores after, you know. But, me, um, can I yeah. can I ask you, Finbar, when you look at Roach's stores, to me, I know it was Debenhams for many years, but to Cork people, it will always be Roach's stores. I know every sports company have bought it now recently for something like 12 million. It'll always be known as Roach's. But when you look at the building today, what do you think when you pass it? I, you know, I, I suppose I have a lot of mixed feelings. Like, you know, every time, you know, any time I pass, I can remember the happy times I had in there, you know. Um, and it's just such a shame that the store had was allowed to go into that maybe form of mm-hmm. dereliction in the last couple of years, you know. Um, also, my heart goes out to my former colleagues there who were left high and dry by the uh, Debenhams situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you're well aware of that. Yeah. Um, I, look... Paul, I can think of the many fun moments we had there, the funny stories that came out of it, the people that I met, the customers that I met when I was in the sales, you know, talking about the football matches, you know, that time when I played with Roaches, like, you know, we we were playing in the shipping that time, and Postal Walkers, y'all, Capris, Irish Steel, all had fantastic teams that time, and we all worked inside in Roaches that time, so we were talking about the matches who we were playing the next week, you know. Uh, stuff like that, you know, and, and look, I just want, you know, it, like, it's, like it still is a special part in my heart. Uh, and I think when, it's, got, it happens, a, it's you know? got a part in everybody's heart who, who's from Cork. Come here, I've got other um, former workers. You have indeed, I know I, you I, have. I, I, just want to, I just want to, before I uh, bring them in, you're on because there's a very, very special night being organised by yourself and other workers. Tell us a little bit about the reunion that you're putting together. I will, of course. Uh, I will, of course. But look, Paul, there's... There's maybe a couple of reasons why I want to do this. I organised one or two reunions in in the past, and they were very successful as well, you know. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, we lost a lot of love, loved colleagues in the last couple of years, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I just wanted to get us back together, to have a big one together, to kind of meet each other, to chat, you know. Because as time is moving on, you know, it's great to see each other. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Why we have our health, you know, and why, and and like that, we can talk to um, each other about those people as well in a very happy mode, you know. 
And um, as you say, like it's it just like the, the actual couple of reruns that I did organize in the past were absolutely magical Brilliant. because we just we just met up all it was like as if I were talking to you on the phone here. Mm-hmm. How are you getting on? What's happening with you? Do you know what's your life? Good to see you. How's your family? You know all that kind of stuff. Great, absolutely fantastic. You know when and is this reunion? The next one. We're meeting there on uh, Friday, November the seventeenth, in John O'Sullivan's Bar and Restaurant in Douglas. Very so. Good. Anybody, sorry, Paul, anybody with Roach's connection, family member, anybody who would connect with Roach's, don't have to be even uh, somebody who was walking there, maybe a member of their family or whatever, are more than welcome to come along on the night. We'll have lovely finger food, we'll be well looked after, and it'll be a great night of laughter and fun, you know? Finbar, thanks for taking the call. Paul, and thank I wish you so the much. best of luck, honestly. And, and you know you something, so Finbar, I'm going to talk to Christine Lynch in just a moment, but Finbar, talk to somebody write the book of Roger's Stores. There's a book in yeah, Roger's Stores. Yeah, yeah, Do you know what, do you know what, Paul, it went through my mind a few times, all right, you know, that, that, that even just to do a few interviews with some of the colleagues that I knew, their yeah. memories even of, the, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. That's a good idea, Paul. I appreciate that. And Thank remember you when much. you're going there next, uh, when you're going to the reunion, the white bag with the Roaches Stores branding in red print. There's still a few I have around it. Have you got one? I have it, Paul. I have it. I have one and all ready and all to go. <laughs> Thanks for that, Paul. Fair play to you. Finn I Bar- appreciate Buckley, that. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful Thank you, night. Paul. I want to Thank bring you. in uh, a former worker as well, Christine Lynch. Good morning. Good morning, Paul. How are you? You were voted Miss Roaches Stores 10 years in a row. <laughs> Oh, they're still voting me. Even <laughs> when Devin, Devin took over, they still had me as Miss Roach. How long were yeah. you working there? What are the memories like? Yeah, I was there 22 years. Um, no, I did leave well before the Devin was took over. But yeah, I was there 22 years. And you know what, Paul? It was, we'd be called ourselves Roach's Stores family. Mm-hmm. Um, we might be in each other's pockets 24-7. But if something went wrong with anyone... Everybody zoomed in, did collections, made sure that person was okay. Um, yeah, it was like from the staff down to the customers, you know, like I can remember one stage there, there was a customer came in one Christmas, Paul, and he was looking for some ingredient for a Christmas cake. And Barry O'Regan, who was the manager of the cake department, didn't have it in stock. Do you know what he did, Paul? He actually got into his car, drove out to his wife, got the ingredients, came back in and gave it to the customer. And that's yeah. the way we were trained. So yeah. it's somebody, what what was she looking for? Yeah, she's looking for some ingredients, ingredients. for a Christmas cake. And he yeah, went home, out to his own house, took it from yeah. the cupboard and back in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was the way Roach Stores was. Yeah. You just would not get anything like that today no 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 nobody would do that no and like that's the full like we you know the lad pat sullivan in the men's department um basically this gentleman sometimes he'd call into the shop more than others he was a farmer he couldn't come into the shop so what he would do maybe every couple of months if he couldn't get in he would send pat sullivan a little letter with a piece of string inside in the letter the string was his waist size and the other string was his leg size. Oh, and Pat would measure it all up. No, he said his leg size never changed. But he used to measure up. There were three fire pants, there's a navy, a grey, and a beige, I think. And Pat would post them out to him. By their, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And why, why yeah. did the staff go that extra length? If you pardon the pun about measurements, but why did she go I that think, extra mile? I think we were trained that way. 
mm-hmm. um, we were all happy in our work. And I think if we were all happier, we were working that came across to the customer. Do you know, everybody was happy there, right, don't get me wrong, we all had our bad days. Mm-hmm. But most of us were trained that way, um, and we were happy. I think that was what the difference was, we were happy, do you know. And from your yeah. 22 years in working in customer yeah. service, okay, you mm-hmm. go in town today or to any city in Ireland, how do you find customer service in general now, Christine, in other outlets and across wherever you may be? Definitely nothing like what was in Rochester stores. And Rochester stores just like, they just went over and above. I mean, if a customer picked up the wrong size, sorry, the wrong size dress, if she did a communion or a confirmation, she'd ring in panicking at the wrong size dress. If we had it in stock, that was delivered out to her straight away. Brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was there's just so many different stories that we could tell. Do we get that service now? Possibly not. Do you know, because the turnover of staff is so high at the moment. Like where when we were there, we went in, we stayed. And I think, like, I remember I had an interview for Lingus, um, and I got into the stores and I was promoted to relief supervisor the day I had the interview and I didn't go for Lingus. We were just we, we were just so happy in there. Now, as I said, we all, we all had our bad days, but yeah, in general. And it's wonderful to be able to say something like that because not everybody can yeah. say, you get up in the morning, no. they look forward to going to work. That's nice to be able to say something like that, isn't it? And it's a great compliment no, as well, I tears. think, to, to the yeah. Roach family. I'm nearly in tears because we're reminiscing about what happened and what didn't happen. Yeah, if it took in my heart, I would love to have another week in there. Just one week, the way it was, um, instead of looking up at an empty building and seeing, as you said, Roach's stores written at the top, which every time I go into town, that's what I do do. I look up and you see your Roach's store sign and you think of all your memories mm-hmm. and the staff. No, there was some great things happened in there. I mean, we, we weren't 100% good all the time. <laughs> I can remember the lads. There was a thing called a tunnel. It was going from the stockroom into the receiving room. And the lads would be up there playing soccer. They'd have the ball, yeah, and they'd be playing soccer up there. And um, there was some good, there was some good laughs in there, Paul. You know, and unfortunately, you do not get that anywhere else. I know we're in it's kind of a training, an know? era of PR and everything is PR and HR yeah. and we've got to yeah. watch your P's and Q's and whatever like that and yeah. it just can't have the, the crack anymore. You unfortunately won't make the reunion, I believe, but uh, your thoughts will be no. with the gang that night. I am actually going on holidays that night. So Finbar has promised me before he does the next, um, before he organises the next reunion after this, that he will contact me and that I will be there helping him organise it. And we never know, Paul, we actually we might invite you a lot. Lovely stuff. Other episodes. I'll, do di- I'll do the disco on the night, just like old times as well. All right. Yeah, Paul, we definitely will. I can remember them. Very good. Listen, Christine, right, thanks Paul. for talking to us. Enjoy your holiday. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you very thanks, much indeed. Paul. After the break, we'll have some more people from Roach's stores to talk are you free? I'm free. We're talking about Roach's stores in Patrick Street, uh, the home of romance for many. Jim Cummins, good morning. We'll try that again. Jim Cummins, good morning. Good morning, Paul. How are you doing? Very good, very good. Jim, you met the love of your life in Roach's stores. Does your wife I, know? I certainly did. And that was 
actually 43 years old this August we were married 43 years and we met her old just knows my goodness tell my me a little goodness. bit about how, how did you meet with love across the counter what love happened love across the counter <laughs> Paul, that was it I remember I was working in the main shop and I got transferred over to a place called the leisure shop mm-hmm. and if you remember the leisure shop there was a record shop sports and off license there that time. And my good lady was working in the record department. Right. So I said you might have bought a few records off her. I say you bought a lot more just to go in and see her. You have an, yeah. a, a massive record collection now. Yes, yes. You know, so that was, and we weren't the only one. There was quite a lot inside Got Married and Romance. Romantic Saturday. I want to ask you about the cafe which was open to the public and I remember it like for let's take people back because with the changes in Patrick Street you could go down off Patrick Street down a side lane there was a car park somewhere down the side lane off Patrick Street it's all closed up now but there was that beautiful cafe restaurant and I can still remember the smell of the coffee and the cakes and there was also an area where people could put their groceries away and collect them at later am I correct? You're correct, Paul. Actually, when you're talking about the coffee shop, the main part that time was the supermarkets because that was a big, or just those are the big supermarkets. So people went in to do their daily shops. And when, when I would mean daily shops, now women would go in early in the morning, right, mm-hmm. do their shopping. And when they were finished, would bring, would, lads would bring their shops, bring their shopping over to the Casa Depot. Yes. They get tickets then for their bag. And then they would actually go to the coffee bar. And hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. That's where they had their tea and coffee and all friends. My aunts met there and many other people like that, and which was great. You know what I mean? And they... Comrade Shade was very good at time. 
there was this wonderful atmosphere. The minute you walked in the door of Roach's stores, it was like being in another world. It was it was ahead of its time in one sense. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I think. I was I was look. I'm only a kid going back in there then, but it was there was something magical about it. There certainly was, Paul, because as we said, when we were in there, we were all very raw, but we were well trained because we had good people with us. It was Teddy Brackett, Michael Whelan, John Mackin. They were all the leaders that time inside, and mm-hmm. they actually showed us what to do, and we followed, we followed the rules, Paul, and the rules were simple. And you just kept to the rules, and that's how road to stores was so successful. And you, you, you mentioned there, um, I, 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 I used to always call him Mr. Mackin, because I was in school with one of his sons, but Mr. Mackin, he was always Mr. Mackin to me. Yeah. But these gentlemen, even though they were managers, they didn't come down hard. Like, you often see young little whippersnappers in, in some of these um, chain stores who can be kind of like guys, you know, taking out the whip and, come on, come on, do this, stack the shelves. But they were part of the team as well. There wasn't an us and them with the managers and the staff. Should there were on, on the people on the ground? No, Paul, Paul. Because, you know, as we said, we were all one together and it was, we were running the business at the time, so you couldn't have that attitude. And you got, as you said, pay peanuts and, you know, yourself. You, that was it. You know what I mean? And we, you know, there was a standard there and the standard was good. And even still, remember I was talking about the, the ladies in there. They had the blue uniforms. Mm-hmm. The lads had to wear shorts and ties. You know, so you always had to be niche, very niche. Do you know what I mean? And that was expected. So that came from the top down to the end, to the bottom. Very good. Yeah. What's your one, besides meeting your, your lovely wife, but what's one of your favourite memories of Rocha stores? Oh, Carl, it was quite many. I suppose the best thing we ever did, we actually formed a football team mm-hmm. in 1976, and we played in the Shipping League. And I think that brought us more together again, you know. And we got great support. Now, you must remember, most of our staff were ladies. Yes. So it was hard to get a team. But we had a team that was all based in Roche's stores, in mm-hmm. part of the space, which was great. And that time we were competing against top teams like Paul's office, CIE. The guards had two teams, you know, in City Hall, County Council. But they were all mostly male orientated, so we depended on the ladies to support us, you know, for draws and functions, and that kind of got us closer again. I know times change, and we've got to move with the times, and we'll see it shortly. I think as Elvery Sports, but uh, are we losing? a very, very important part of Cork's history or do we just have to move on and, uh, and and bite the bullet? I think we have to lose in the fall, you know, and I feel the people of, you know, people in higher authority will have to look and try to develop Carter Street again. Because I walk through Carter Street and, you know, it, it's, it's sad, you know, it's just sad. Empty buildings there and, you know, it's not good anymore, Paul, you know, and it's a pity because Patrick Street was one of the best shopping streets in Ireland. Mm-hmm. You know, I know, no, it's not anymore, unfortunately, you know. And Does it make you sad to see Roaches locked up? And do you it, think it will always be known as Roaches? It will always be known as Roaches, you know, always, you know. And it's sad when you, when you pass that building and see it and people sleeping, sleeping bags in the doorways, you know. It's not nice, you know what I mean? It's not nice. So. All right. Well, listen, are you going to the reunion night, you will? I certainly am. And I must say, 
Mr. Finbar Buckling is a gentleman and he's a great organiser. <laughs> you know, and that. And Paul, and, and another note, over the last few years, we've lost a lot of people in Roche's store, yeah. store, you know, and our thoughts are with them. They would never be forgotten. Jim. Never be forgotten. Lovely, lovely talking okay. to you, Jim. Thank, thank you very, very much, much indeed. Paul. Good morning. Goodbye. Bye. Rose O'Connor, you were only 17 at the time when you joined. <laughs> How are you doing? And you're, what, you're only 21 now, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, that's all 21. Listen, I never left 21. Yeah, no, came fresh out of school, North Prez. I did my junior cert, never stayed on for the leaving, left. Um, and within a few months, I got an interview for Tyler's um, on Patrick Street at the time. And within a few hours of that, I got a letter to say I had an interview for Roaches. And so I went for my interview. Um, to Tyler's and did my little exam, which was basically a few sums on a, on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And I was told, fine, you have the job. And then, as I said, I got my interview for Roaches. And of course, Roaches was famous and it was at the time a good pensionable job. So there was no way I was going to not go to that interview. So mm-hmm. I went to the interview. And I always remember um, Mr. John Foley, who was our manager at the time, and did the interview. And he said to me, and have you had other interviews or other job offers? And I said, yes, I did, Mr. Foley. I had an offer for uh, Tyler's. And he said, and would you tell me, I'm interested, why did you not take that? Why are you here? Well, I said, you're paying me a pound more per week. (laughs) (laughs) So in my innocence, nowadays you'd have to go through a whole spiel of why you prefer this company. But look, I was honest and I was truthful. And at the time, that's what mattered to me. And so my first week's wage in Roaches was £12. What did you spend it on? I tell you something now, Paul. I went home with that money and my mother got £7 out of it. And she there was five remaining. Dry. She squeezed you. She. I was so so happy to be able to contribute because that's what uh, you did then. No, Whatever course, money you had, you went straight home. So I had three for myself, and I started saving in permanent TSB with wow. two pounds a week. <laughs> and I've been with them ever since. But look, I never regretted going to Roaches. It it has great memories. It's. Was a, spent a third of my life in there, um, but it was great. What you you know you mentioned um, your your savings with the bank and everything like that. But yeah, back yeah. then, Rose, you know the 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 banks at the time they thought you know if you get into the bank, it's a job for life. Was Roche's store somewhere that people sought to get into? Was it considered a, a super place, and you were privileged to get a job in there? You were one of the lucky ones. Oh, completely, completely. Yes, completely. I mean, they had a good name. They were good employers. Um, they were very ethical in in, in their workings. Um, we were always looked after. We had great perks. I suppose I didn't even realise that, and a lot of the staff didn't, until we were out of a job and we went looking at other employments to discover you didn't have any of the conditions, nothing like even the, the salary that we had with Roaches. Um, so, yes, it was considered a pensionable job. I mean, we actually were at a funeral of a gentleman who died there only a few months back. 
um, Dennis O'Connell, Mr. O'Connell, and for him and for many others, they would have been there until they were reached their pension age, as I would have myself, had mm. they not closed down, Paul. I would never have seen myself moving, you know? I know. Tell me this. I mean, in, in uh, going back in the 70s and 80s, there was a lot of companies mm-hmm. would enter tops of the tone. And I know, like, yeah. entertainment and plays were a big part of your own uh, outside of ours. Um, did you ever yes, enter anything yeah. like that? No, if, uh, group, all right, Anthony O'Reilly was one of them, actually. Anthony had joined the Monfords. And there were a few of the staff who had joined the Monfords, um, all right. But for us, it was just our yearly uh, dinner dance that a group would have got together and um, they would have set up like a a pantomime, as you say, or play or whatever we would have called it at the time. And during the dinner dance then, um, where the, the band would play, they'd have the stage and the group then would go up and they'd put on this panto, you know. Right. And um, it was sure, look, it was great fun. But there was always something going on. There was always a function. Um, as I was saying there to Fargo yesterday, there was always a party for something, you know. It was like the social side of it was brilliant. Um, you always had a hen or a, a baby shower or a wedding afters or a wedding. There was always something. So basically you socialized with the people that you worked with, you know. Um, so it was it was all that it, it it encompassed everything. Your whole life was was part of Roaches because they were your friends and they were friends that you made for life. Like I have three friends, um, as Jimmy said, going back forty years mm. that I made in Roaches, and we're still friends today. You know, so were were staff entitled to a staff discount then uh, back then, Rose? Yeah, yeah, we um, it was a ten percent discount, <clears throat> and then we um, we would get in the early years there would have been a bonus as well. It was like um, not commission based now, but it was a bonus, mm-hmm. and that depended on the profits for the year. Right, and everyone got a bonus, you know. So, um, but yeah, so that that's how it went. At home now, at the moment, Rose, would you have anything in like and uh, the mantelpiece that you bought in Roaches, or would you have your <laughs> uniform or bags or boyros or anything little mementos? Well, I have a bag still, and um, that I rooted out in the attic there. Only recently, I didn't even know it was there. I still have the clock that we got to mark the anniversary. It was a small little clock, so I have that. But to be honest, Paul. If I lived another hundred years, I still wouldn't go through all the linens and the towels and all the stuff that I would have bought in roaches. I often look at it there in the attic and I say to myself, what was I thinking? How long did I think I was going to live or how many? Because when the sales came up, you know, they had brilliant sales. Um, and when the sales came up, of course, the word would go around that there was this offer on such yeah, a yeah. thing. So, yeah, I mean, look, it's, you know, they, we definitely, I suppose, spent, I used to say, spent half my wages <laughs> in roaches. Um, so, yeah, I would have certainly plenty memorabilia around, you know. Rose, you were a family in, in, in roaches yourself and all the, the colleagues. But what yeah. did roaches mean to the people of Cork, would you think? The people who came through those doors day after day and, and you know, put money across the counter. What did it mean to people? Well, I think for a lot of people, um, it was a place to go where they could have the chat. 
Um, it wasn't just a shopping area. We became friends with so many customers, so many loyal people um, that would have come in day after day. Even we used to be amazed, actually, when you'd get bad weather, snow and ice, um, like, you know, and there'd hardly be anyone in the store. But yes, you could still be sure you were going to get those same loyal people come in. And I remember one day saying to a very elderly gentleman, what are you doing out on a day like today? Well, he said, now, if I didn't have you to come in and have the chat to, I'd be sat at home on my own. So I look forward to coming in in the morning, seeing Olivy, having a little chat, saying good morning. And I'll go over now and I'll have my cuppa and I'd meet maybe one or two friends and we'd have the chat and then I'd go home on the bus. So we meant more than just, it was more than just a shopping experience. You were counsellors. For a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, listen. No, no. no, I showed I her tell to you try something. on it. Hey, no, I ear. often said, yeah, listening ear, we were friends, confidants, yeah. um, advisors. Yeah, we were really, we were. Um, I suppose we were there daily on a daily basis, even now I just find when I moved uh, jobs, um, the amount of times that people would come in and they'd look at me and they'd say, I know you to see. And I'd, I'd laugh and I'd say, yeah, probably from Roaches. Of course, you know, so like we were we were the face, I suppose, every day they saw when, when they came in that side door or that front door, whatever. Lovely. And so, yes, we, we were, yeah. Rose, beautiful. Listen, thanks for taking the call, Rose. Enjoy the enjoy the reunion um, in Jono's. Uh, again, give me the date. So again, looking forward. What, what, what it's the 17th of November, 17th of November. from 8pm. Yeah, Very from 8pm. So we're all looking forward to it. We want to make it the biggest and the best we've ever had. So we want really to get word out there and get as many people as possible back. Very good. Listen, enjoy it and have a bottle of Tanora on the night for me, will you? <laughs> I will, of course. Thank you so much, Paul. Good Take morning, care. Rose. Thank you very much indeed. Line five, Fred Lottie. Good morning. Good morning, Paul. How are you? How are you doing? You lo- you started in Thanks. 1975 until 2005. Your memories of Roche stores in a nutshell. What was it like? What was so good about it? Um, uh, family and friends, uh, great relationships, and a fabulous atmosphere to be walking in. And people keep saying that word, family. That's, that's, there's nowhere else I think could say that at this day and age, is there? There's not really. And I think a lot of our families, our own kids as well, grew up inside in Roche stores in the sense of when they went to college, they were in doing uh, shelf packing and all that in the evenings. So everyone kind of got something out of it in some shape or form. And it, they developed their social skills as well. I was just going to say that. Have they, I was just going to yeah. say, have they now developed that work ethos and that social ethos from yes. from you and others in there? You passed it on to your own families. They have indeed, because there was there was a great um, camaraderie there as well. But everybody looked out for each other too, in the sense of that if somebody was poorly in, we say whatever department, the department would actually fundraise a few bob and send out flowers that was the kind of thing that, that was always thought of somebody was sick they were looked after by their own members in their own department and um, that you wouldn't get anymore yeah. um, we we started off uh, the social committee inside there way back along because when somebody was retiring like whether we say senior management or we say the ordinary staff for want of a better word 
you're going to senior management always kind of got the extra few bars because they were management so we decided no everyone should get the same amount of money so we got a deduction from everybody's wages and everybody no matter who they were from top to bottom got exactly the same when they retired so I was brilliant and everyone was treated equal it closed in 2007. Sorry, it closed in 2007, but you took a package two, two years earlier, really, didn't you? You were so much... 2005, I was, left, I was left go, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a few of us left go at that time, um, running the package. And I went back into construction again, I went into my trade. All right. And, and then I came back into Debenhams on a part-time basis. But I'm, I'm still a painter, I'm, even though I'm retired, like, but that was my trade. I was in maintenance all those years for 30 years, right, looking after that store from top to bottom. Yeah. Tell me, I know we often hear you over the years stories, uh, people meeting under the Mangan's clock, but Roach's Stores yeah. was also another place for people to meet. Like, I, I have a jag tonight, I'm meeting this one, or meeting that fellow outside Roach's Stores, isn't it? The, the window outside, you had the mannequins in the window, but you had men and women queuing up outside waiting to meet their date on, on the night. That was something I used to love. You know, you're driving past and you see all these people waiting for their, for their date. It, it was a, a match made, it, it was a place where people met up really as well, wasn't it? I'll meet you under the top of the or I'll meet you yeah. I'll, we'll have a jagged I'll meet you in Roaches and you get some people in that might be their first date and they'll be kind of pacing up and down like is he going to turn up or isn't he going to turn up about the yes maybe and they'll be waiting for some people to pop off the bus then where he or she coming to meet you know, in that sense because you know most of us didn't have cars at the time but uh, it was just a fabulous atmosphere in the sense of that um, it was a landmark and a landmark in every sense that it's so sad now to see it so desolate at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's, uh, I was part of the maintenance team that looked after the building from top to bottom. We had a massive crew in there, in fairness, like carpenters and electricians, fabulous people. And we knew that building inside and out. And it's so sad to see it in the condition it is now. Do we need Recently. something in Patrick Street, like a little plaque or a statue uh, remembering Roach's stores? I think it would be. I think it would be very, very appropriate because Roach, Roach's family themselves put an awful lot of work into Roach's stores and they gave employment to t- thousands, I suppose, over the years. Jeez. And the happiness they brought to people as, as customers, the way they were treated, as, as all our other speakers have spoken about, uh, they were treated with respect. And they were given the time if they needed to have a bit of a conversation. They got that time. And sometimes, as Roach said, it might be the only time they'd see somebody in the whole week. Mm-hmm. And as you said, we were counsellors as well as everything else. But on top of that, they became friends. Lovely. Customers became friends. So they weren't the kind of, oh, we have to look after that person because of... No, they actually became friends. Very good. And their families as well. Just passed on generation to generation, really. All right. Fred, I know there, there are thousands and thousands of people listening to this program today, and I'm sure you, mm-hmm. uh, Rose, uh, Christine, uh, Finbar, and Jim, you've all brought back some memories to our listeners this morning. I'm sure the majority of people listening have been in and out of, or were in, in and out to Roach stores over the years. I wish you the very best of luck. Continued good health to you and everyone Thank you, uh, from Roach stores. You have served your city well, and you deserve uh, a donut or two and a sandwich on the 17th of November in Jono's and um, I hope you have a great night and just may I say that uh, Mr. Stanley Roach who was in charge of the cock store as the one of the Roach family he was an absolute gentleman 
as you are. As you are. Thank you very much indeed. Much obliged, Paul. Thank you very much. Thank you. Corks 96 FM. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.